0: To another episode of the Cajun Conservative, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and showing the world that in South Louisiana, that Cajuns are intelligent. Glad to be with you here on oh, the start of this this week. And last week, we just had some crazy things happen, folks. Some crazy things that I never thought growing up would have been a thing and, and, and people ask me all the time are you worried about offending people are you worried about you know get, ruffling up some feathers and I, I've come to a point to where I have my opinion and I have my beliefs now you might not agree with my opinions and my beliefs but that's your right as an American citizen So, and the reason I'm saying that tonight is because some of the topics that I'm talking about will offend some people. Now, if I didn't want to offend some people, I wouldn't have went ahead and done a podcast like this. I wouldn't have went ahead and did a spiritual podcast. And when people say, are you going to offend some people? You know, it don't matter who's talking behind this mic people will get offended. And I use the prime example of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus was the most perfect man that walked on the face of the earth. The Bible said he never sinned. and it's This man being perfect, fully God and fully man, and you, you, this man walked, didn't do nothing, did not sin for the 33 and a half years that he was on this earth. Didn't do nothing wrong. Even he offended the Pharisees. Because the Pharisees didn't like what he was doing. He was, you know, showing godliness and showing their hypocrisy. So the most perfect man on earth even offended some people. So no matter what we say, I will offend somebody. Because I, I promise you, if you listen to me a long time, you probably would see that we disagree on a few things. And look, I use, for example, you know, there's some people that I've met on this, uh, doing this podcast that we love each other. But even us, we disagree on certain things. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not offended by each other, but you're going to rough off some feathers, especially in this line of business. And that is my disclaimer right now as you listen to this podcast. Because I got a couple of things that I've seen This week and heard of this week that really, really got under my skin. And no, it's not because I don't like these people. It's not because I don't, you know, you know, think they should do what they need to do. But I I just I just don't like it being shoved down my throat this way. I'm talking about June. June. Might be saying June. Why is it why are you talking about June 4th? it's a month. It's a six month out of the year. Show that we six months in South Louisiana. We hear June 1st. It's hurricane season. I have friends right now telling me, Oh, hey, you gonna get water? Um, you're gonna get some canned goods, you know, you're gonna get the Vienna sausage or in the and in the pollen meat. But a lot of other people around the country are are seller, are, are excited about June for a lot of other reasons. Why is that? Because June is labeled LGBT Pride Month. That's right, folks. And me growing up, I don't remember them having Pride Month. But according to well, Wikipedia on the Internet, the first president, uh, first president, Bill Clinton, declared June Gay and Lesbian Pride Month in 1999 and in 2000. Then from two thousand nine to two thousand to twenty sixteen, each year he was in office, President Barack Obama declared June LGBT Pride Month. Now Biden is in charge now. Now I don't know if I, I, they don't say it on here, but I, to my knowledge, I don't know if Trump ever went ahead and did that. I don't remember majority of. I don't. I don't. I'm not even looking towards this month. It's not. That, you know, it, it just, in my opinion, there's a lot of evil and a lot of things going on here, which you're going to be hearing in a few minutes. So this this Pride Month it, 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 this in June is starting off as you see all these people talking about Pride Month. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I am a Bible-believing Christian. I believe that the homosexual lifestyle is not right, especially LGBTQ, which is meaning all that, you know, lesbian, gay. Bisexual transgender. That's what LGBT means. Now they now a lot of people put LGBT plus. Because if you listen to my good friend Scott Ford, they're identifying as everything right now. And 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 looks you if you haven't never heard Scott Ford, go check him out on the Scott Ford show on YouTube. Great show. Great man. We had him on last week. Love talking to him. But they they are talking, they they they're they're making Genders like right now, there's something called non-binding gender, uh, non-binding sexual partner or whatever. You're non-binding. I really want to know what non-binding is. You know, is it? You know, you can be with anybody, any type of creature, or what is it? I don't know. But they're going around being prideful, and they're saying that they're proud of who they are, and they proud. Look, I'm I'm not going to say I'm against people being proud who they are. Because look at me, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a husband uh, of a beautiful wife. I have three beautiful children I'm, the, I'm a father of. I have this podcast. I have brothers just searching. You know, I, I'm part of ministry. I, I love the Lord with all my heart and all that. That is all, I'm all proud of that. I'm proud to be called a Christian. I'm proud to be called a, a, a conservative podcaster. I'm proud to be called a minister of the gospel. I'm proud of all these things. There's nothing wrong with being prideful, but there's a there's a, there's a a difference right here. It ain't talking about being prideful this month. It's talking about how much we can force our agenda down the throats. Folks, I'm taking this as a whole other level because I believe that the government, the federal government, especially right now, is pushing this agenda of LGBTQ+, whatever you want to call it, to stop the nuclear family. Why? Because... The, the, the nuclear family is one of the most important things in the world I have three kids and I have a wife that is a nuclear family or a, a you know moral family whatever you want to call it because and first off they, they a lot of people don't like that because a lot of nuclear families and people that are like this right now are Christians they believe and I've been I've been harping on that for the last couple of weeks because like Tim Tebow and and Jill Duggar uh Dillard from the 19 kids and counting, people have just been going off on them and, and, and attacking fates and all that. But they're trying to stop the nuclear family for a lot of reasons. They're trying to tear the core that built this country up. If you look at any any movies from the 50s, 60s, 70s and onward until probably about the 2000s, late 2000s, it was all families, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, two brothers, you know, leave it the beaver type of movies. But this, this is starting to, they're starting to try to indoctrinate kids to believing, hey, it don't matter what you are or who you love, just go ahead and do it. I'm waiting for the point to where somebody's going to go to the Supreme Court and say, hey, y'all define marriage as two partners. Can I marry my cat? Can I marry my dog? Can I marry, you know, a while back, and my dad made a joke of this because Rush Limbaugh's brought it up a man wanted to marry his dolphin a few years ago and the joke pundit uh, uh, the joke as Rose Limbaugh said and he would have a purpose-driven life but this man wanted to marry a dolphin there's getting to the point where people are getting so sick and when is it gonna stop oh we can love anybody and everywhere look I love a lot of people but I love my wife in a special kind of way that no one else is gonna have and look the Bible calls it a natural. If you go ahead and read Romans chapter one, that's the spiritual side of it. But they're trying to indoctrinate. And look, they're getting younger and younger, folks. It's not about, it's not about, you know, saying I'm proud of who I am. It's about this agenda of taking, to, to take away the American family that holds up a lot of the values that our founding fathers held up. A lot of these people are trying to take away. This is all propaganda, folks. Like, like I heard, um, our president, Joe Biden, I had to think of his name for a second. Um, Joe Biden put up the um the, the gay pride flag and the Black Lives Matter flag on uh, on the embassies. There are a lot of embassies around the United States. Where's our flag? Where's our flag? Oh, I forgot. See, this is, see, he's trying to say, look, I'm for the black community. I'm for the LGBTQ. You can, you look, I disagree that he, he agrees with that. But to take down our national flag, to put up that, that's a disgrace. Look, don't get me wrong. I think that the black people for years were mistreated. I, honest, I saw a documentary the other day that they had in eight, the 1800s after slavery that politicians got in a room, made a stupid decision, and hurt the black community. I'm not going to say they weren't wrong. It's the same thing with the Indians. The Indians were mistreated. Misplaced. Does that prove that our our, does that prove we had a bad nation? No, it proves that men that had corrupt thoughts and corrupt minds hurt our nation. Our nation is great, folks. Our nation we we have one of the greatest nations in the world. Did we make mistakes growing up? Absolutely, as a nation. But you don't go ahead and say, oh, you know, we're going to change all our culture. We're going to to fit this certain group of people. And look, like I said, look the LGBTQ. They're they're not even they're not even a race of people, folks. These people are look they're all gen they're all right they're white Mexican black what Hispanic whatever you want to call it they 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 have a preferred sexuality. I cannot believe that we have stooped so low as a nation and as a culture to go ahead and glorify sexuality. And like I said, they're getting younger and younger. This week, it was revealed through the Daily Wire's the Matt Walsh show. That's where I heard it, but a lot of people told me they heard it other other places. That Blue's Clues, yes, the show, the the kids show, Blue's Clues was showing a parade of of, of a, a gay parade with a drag queen singing. I got the I got the audio. I got the audio that I'm gonna play, and it's this is the kids. They're trying to tell kids, hey, don't care what your parents say, don't care what your parents think. Don't care what your church thinks. Don't care of the the naturality of a man and a woman. Just go ahead and love whoever you want. You know, be whoever you want to be. With no ground rules. Look, Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues average the age of three to five. And this is what these kids are hearing right here. Families marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah. Families marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah. This. Two mommies. They love each other so proudly And they all go marching in the big parade Families marching two by two Hurrah, hurrah Families marching two by two Hurrah, hurrah This family has two daddies They love each other so proudly And they all go marching in the big parade Come on, friends! Families marching three by three hurrah, hurrah. Three. Hurrah, hurrah. these are non-binary. they love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big That's what kids that are, are watching Blue's Clues is seeing, because they're pushing this, now look, this ain't just Blue's Clues that's doing this, folks, that is pushing the gay pride agenda on us. But that, that's what it is this whole june pride month is hey let's promote the gay and lesbian lifestyle which like i said is wrong in my not my opinion what i believe what the bible says and look look this is this is talking about sexuality that you either like a man and a man or a woman and a woman and they're showing kids hey that's okay and it's not it's not No, the traditional families just backed off. Do you know that, that video, I think that's that clip right there was a minute, but that song went on a long time on blues clues and out of the whole genders that they talked about, you know, two mummies and two daddies and non-binaries, they had, they did not mention a, a traditional family. Why? Because the left hates traditional family. These Hollywood people hate traditional families. And, dude, it's not, it's just not Blue's Clues, like I said. Kellogg's, a week ago, promoted a new cereal called Pride Cereal. Don't, you know, cereal belongs in a box, but you don't. And then they have on the side the check boxes of what you think you are. They're, look, what's, who eats cereal more? Children. They're targeting the kids and indoctrinating the kids that this is wrong. I mean, this is right. When it's clearly and according to the Bible and according to nature it's wrong. You can disagree with me on that but hey that's the facts. Look, and like look um there's a there's a movie on Disney Plus called The Big Shot. And I've I've watched the shows they're good but on the latest episode two two girls are in love with each other and they kiss and they make out. This is Disney. Now this ain't this ain't in normal for Disney. Disney done this multiple times. But there's supposed to be a family show, and they're showing two girls kissing. You you, you have this. Look, MLB. Now, we know the MLB took a knee for Black Lives Matter and all that. But San Francisco Pirates came out and had a gay pride uniform. A gay pride uniform and went ahead, and the MLB said, that's a good idea. We're going to tell all teams to do that. Where in the logo they have the gay pride colors, folks. This is sickening. Where is our country coming to? Where is our where? <clears throat> and look, I, look. I, I apologize if I have offended you. I will say that I'm not trying to, but I gotta tell you the truth. This whole agenda, like I said, a, a, a whole month dedicated to sexuality. Think about this, folks, a whole month to sexuality and not between men and women, but between the same type of people or non-binary. You know, there's multiple movie stars coming out saying, well, you know, I'm not binary. I don't I don't I, I, I would go with a man or go with a woman. That's sick. The Bible is clear in Genesis from the from the very beginning. God said I made them male and female. And, and folks, and look, this is this this is this. I'm speechless right now. That kids are listening to Blues Clues, the clip I just played to you, and eating cereal that's a Gay Pride cereal by Kellogg's. Folks, this is getting look. They're they're not targeting. I heard Matt Walsh say this the other day on, on his uh, on his podcast. they they're trying to indoctrinate your kids. See, they can't indoctrinate us because we know what we're doing. But the kids are very influential. Go tell a kid at a very young age that the sky's red. And that kid, if you drill that into him, he will believe that, a, that the sky's red. Now, later on when he gets in life, he might show him some facts and he might change. But folks, they are targeting the kids. i said that a while back. This is just crazy. Gay Pride Month. Does to celebrate sexuality and look not the right sexuality, but I, and I hold it. I did a whole episode a while back. What they're going to call good evil and evil good, and we're seeing this right now, folks. We're seeing this in this nation that what is good is bad and what's bad is good. I'll be right back. Heel of Calvary, they drove nails in his feet and hands, he paid it all, paid it all for me. How you doing ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative. Going back to Pride Months, you know, I'm going to quote my friend Lauren Collins from I Just Got to Say Some Podcast. She said the other day on her Facebook page that she's not she don't celebrate Pride Month because pride is one of the seven deadly sins. And like I said, it's not wrong being proud of what you do as a work. you know, my job, I'm proud of my job and I'm proud of all that. And I understand when coming, comment, we, we're proud that we're gay. We're proud that we, that, you know, okay. It, why is it okay for them to say, we're proud to be, you know, lesbian or homosexual. But when we say, hey, we're straight, <gasps> you must, you must hate the LGBTQ community. Look, I don't hate the people. I'm going to say blunt. I don't hate the people. I hate what they're doing, which is a big difference. And it's funny how when they you disagree with somebody, you offend me. Do I offend you or do you disagree with me? And that, that, that's, you know, a lot of people go to the, I'm offended and they don't want to go argue back. Well, prove to me why you're right and why I'm wrong. We don't have open discussions like that no more. We don't. And it's getting to a point even bad where a modern church don't even go ahead and talk bad about homosexuality. Because... More, I hate to say, churches are more afraid of offending people and getting people angry and not telling them the truth. Now, like I said, I, I already know picking this topic to talk about. I'm gonna probably get some messages. I'm probably gonna get some flight back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get something out of that. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some probably some feedback. Now, people that agree with me, most of the people that listen to this, are probably gonna tell me, hey. Keep on doing what you're doing. And I don't want to offend my audience, but I, I can't, I can't worry about offending people and not telling them the truth. And that's where my stance is right now. And like I said, let's look at some hypocrisies on this gay pride month. Okay. July. I want to make a Christian. um, A Christian month. Let's celebrate God month. Let presidents declare that as a national month. You know, you know, christian day or christian month you know the first words that's going to be out there mouth well we can't do that that's going to offend the muslims that's going to offend the buddhas that's going to offend or that's going to offend the lbgtq community really well they can have their own month but christians can't see the hypocrisies in that folks christianity is getting lower and lower and people are saying they, they don't want to hear what we say as believers of jesus christ also on a note, I want to go ahead and say that there was three presidents that acknowledged or proclaimed um, Pride Month as LB, uh, the LBGTQ. One was Bill Clinton, as I said earlier, in 1999 and 2000, he proclaimed as uh, June will be LBGT Pride Month. Obama did it from his first term in 2009 to his last term in 2016. He declared that. Um, later on this year, uh, President Joe Biden declared LGBTQ plus Pride Month in 2001. Now, Donald Trump did acknowledge LGBTQ. I, I, I said that. I don't remember if he did. I know he didn't talk about, much about it, but he did it in the last year of his term in 2019. But he says so uh, through Twitter and not make an official proclamation. They had to put that in there. But Donald Trump did say, hey, LGBT Pride Month is a good month to, to celebrate that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm against that, so I disagree with Donald Trump on that. The other three didn't surprise me that they did that. But, folks, we we have a lot in this nation. We Look, this nation has done a lot for the world. But a nation that has that's forgotten God, which is right now, these are signs that a nation is going to fall. And until the nation of America has a, a a revival like no other and turn back to the God of all creation, go back to the God that, that that saved us and died for us on the cross, This is it's going to get worse. And if you're a believer listening to this, you need to start praying for a revival. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and bring up some news that I think, you know, it's pretty, pretty important to the world. We had this week, uh, I think it was Sunday night of last week, that we got reports that the coalition for, uh, Benjamin, uh, for the, the Israel government to form a new government went ahead and decided to make a new government without the consent of Benjamin Netanyahu to begin with. Now Israel has a way different, a, a way different set of government as we do. We, you know, we go ahead. We have a Senate that is elected. We have a Congress that is elected, and our president is elected. Apparently, they have Parliament. Now I don't know if Parliament is elected in Israel. I, I really not. I'm not familiar with their line of government. And people might say, "Well, why didn't you go do research and why couldn't you tell?" Well, technically, I don't live in Israel. I don't don't live in, I I might have listeners in Israel, but I don't, you know, I don't live in Israel. So their voting system really don't mean nothing to me. It's the same thing with the Jewish people. You know, if the Jewish people are watching our election and they're fascinated with it, great. You You know, I'm glad that you are, you know, engaged in our politics. But in reality, they don't need to watch our political, you know, Russia, Russia's the same. Now, like um, Putin, that that's a that's not. They don't do real elections. You know that that's all crooked over there. But in Russia, you know, uh, Putin, you know what he does in his country. You know we can disagree with, but we really don't have no control over it. So this this makes world news because I just I'm going to tie it into our situation last year with Donald Trump. So a diverse coalition of uh, Israeli op- uh, oppression of uh, opposition party said Sunday that they have the votes to form a United United government to upset prime minister Benjamin Netanyahu Israel's longest serving leader and his a dynamical political figure for more than a decade. Under their new agreement reached after a week of negotiation, spearheads a uh, certain oppression leader, Yael Leopard, former Netanyahu defense minister, and ally Nathalie Bennett will lead a powerful sharing government. Bennett, 49, will serve as Israel's next prime minister, according to the terms of the deal reported by the Israeli media. To be succeeded in the in that role by Lipad fifty seven at a later date. So what what it is, folks? Basically, the 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 country that's supposed to be supposed to have um, democracy and supposed to be the closest thing to republic in the Middle East, backroom deals are being done, so people can be, you know. Not voted in no more, apparently, because the next two prime ministers, if this coalition or this deal works out, which they're waiting on the votes to do, would go ahead and oust out a duly elected prime minister and go ahead and put, you know, somebody that was picked by parliament and stuff. That's not really democracy in the works to me. Now, I don't know what if Joe Biden has said anything. I haven't heard or haven't seen any articles that Joe Biden said anything about this coalition, but apparently they want to unite that what that means is folks they want to go ahead and unite the Arabs and the Israelis people to have a shared state of government, which in my opinion is is bogus should never happen now folks, this is what gets me upset about this whole situation because there's backroom deals that are happening in the state of Israel to oust out a duly elected prime minister. Now I shared I shared a couple of posters on Facebook about this and I had uh this person that's on Facebook tell me, well, Israel, you know, they most of the Israeli people want want Netanyahu out. They don't like Netanyahu, they want to get him out. But why does man win four elections in two years? All of a sudden parliament wants to go ahead and take him away. Now we have term limits here. Like I said, I don't know how they run their government in Israel. I know I follow Israel because of private prophecy. To be honest with you, but Benjamin Netanyahu has done a lot for the state of Israel, and 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 for men to go ahead. Even one of his so-called best friends, or one of his close allies, to go ahead into a backroom do- deal and say, you know that that isn't you know we're going to go ahead and oust him out because I want to be the vi- uh, to be the new pri- uh, prime minister. And look, all these people that, 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 are, that were in this deal was opposed. Now, the way that I read it, Benjamin Netanyahu had enough votes to go ahead and say, no, we're not going to do this coalition. But because he won prime minister, they told him he couldn't be in the, the, um, in the discussions about this new form of government. Really? So you're telling a prime minister that he cannot have an input on the government that he's putting on? See, when the American Revolution happened, George Washington wasn't president. We didn't have a president. George Washington was elected over, you know, unanimously when, after the war, that's when he became president, but the new former government, even George Washington was like the president of the Senate at the time, or he had something to do with uh, the, uh, the, Congress at the time to form this new government that we had in 17, you know, 80 some, the, the day's passing by right now, but they're, they're, they're telling Benjamin, Netanyahu, Hey, you're going to get out. You're done. You're finished. And it just gets me that these none of the Israeli people didn't like Benjamin Netanyahu. Why they kept voting him in? See, folks, this is what I feel is going on in the Israel issue. And me, what I'm reading and what I've understand so far. And if I'm wrong, message me on Facebook. Go ahead and uh, email me at Conservative five at gmail dot com and tell me your opinion or what you think about it. If you're you know versed into this, the Israeli, the Israeli people voted Benjamin Netanyahu. All the times in an election he won, so these men saying, "Look, we cannot beat him by the people, so we're gonna go ahead and make we're gonna get with Parliament, we're gonna go ahead and make this new form of shared government, a united government, which Benjamin Netanyahu is against, and we're gonna go ahead and uh, get together and we're gonna make our own form of government. I'll stem out, and they're gonna put the person that agrees more with the uh, the Arabs." Later on in the day, later on, but they're going to give the people what they want. They're going to give him them a far right prime minister at first. Then it goes to the far left prime minister without an election. The next two prime ministers are set. It sounds like they're trying to oust out a good man for doing his job and they don't like it, man. What does that sound like folks? You know, what would that really sound? Ah, You know, Republican rhinos saying, "Hey, we're not going to endorse Trump if he runs for president." See, folks, Donald Trump did his job. The media came against Trump. the The Democrats came against Trump, and yes, sadly to say, even some Republicans came against Trump. And they all teamed up. But when COVID happened, they didn't let a good crisis go to waste. A lot of them went ahead and look like like a lot of these lawsuits. You know, Democrats went to swing states and and went to the courts to change voting laws that was all planned for mail in ballots and and drop boxes and all that stuff that was all planned but you uh, you, know, you didn't hear about it from a republican senator a republican congressman you didn't hear nothing say man why these democrats are going to georgia why are these democrats going to arizona why are these democrats going to nevada why these democrats are going to pennsylvania and suing to change voting laws when it was clearly the states. These judges let them go through because nobody defended it. These Democrats went in, and that was all planned, to oust out a president. Now, see, they couldn't do like they're doing with Benjamin Netanyahu. They couldn't go ahead and go in a backroom deal and say, huh, and which they maybe did debate this plan. I don't know. Huh, you know, we got to get rid of Donald Trump. Let's form a new, form a government. Because, see, there's parliament, and we have a, dem- uh, a, a democratic republic, and we vote who we want in there every two years. For Congress at least. And every six years for, for Senate. This is. I, and just, just studying this. For for Benjamin Netanyahu. Just a little bit. Just looking into it. I feel that this man is being mistreated. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. It don't matter. But the, for men to go behind closed doors. And go ahead and choose the next leader. Of their country. Not by what the people want. But By. A few men. Now I don't know how many men were, but it was all they, all the all the opponents of Benjamin Netanyahu got together and said, "Let's oust this man. Let's let's make something to where we can get this man out of there, and this one can be vice uh, be prime minister, and then that one can be prime minister." I, I'm watching a documentary right now called "The American West." I believe it was on AMC when it came out, and they were talking about Referee B. Hayes and Tyndale. That the nation didn't know what was going on. And they called this the crooked deal or something like that. Where 15 men went in a room and chose Rutherford B. Hayes as the president of the United States. And because, they, because the Republicans, I hate to say it at the time, Republicans did some stupid things to get the presidency. And it hurt this country more than it, it did. It just shocked me that even in America, we had it was in the 1800s, that we had 15 men choose the president of the United States because they didn't know who won. And I believe that's what they're doing in Israel right now. They're trying to oust out a man. They knew they could not get the votes from the Israeli people. So instead of going back to the people and having another election, could they force? Like I said, they forced four elections in two years, folks. Could you imagine that? It, look, we're tired of campaign ads every two years, four times in two years or whatever. That that's just, that's crazy. But Benjamin Netanyahu kept on winning, kept on winning, kept on winning. And guess what? They did it look, we can't win by the votes. So we're gonna go ahead and take out a duly elected prime minister and go ahead and just throw him on the wayside. Folks, this is sad for then look like I said, this ain't my nation. This this Israel is not where I live. I live in the great states of the United States of America. But to see this happening, like I said, where's our president? Where's our president saying no he was duly elected? Now I know Donald Trump would have done that. But Joe Biden probably eating ice cream somewhere, don't even know what's going on. Let's pray for the peace of Israel, but at the same time this is this is sad what's going on. I'll be right back. Are you doing everybody welcome back to the cage conservative this third and final segment for well, where time goes when you're having fun I bet you watching you know you' looking at your clock and saying wow it's already the third segment so and look I want to thank everybody that has reached out to me um, a couple of a couple of times you know I, I get some messages of people telling me what's going on and they see things but I get some messages of people that tell me, "Hey, we really like the Cajun conservative." I even had one friend tell me, "I am hooked on it." Um, you know, and not to toot my own horn, I, I just, I just thank y'all for what you are doing. You know, I I reply back or I tell them thank you, but it, it's hard to put into words sometimes when you, especially when you hear somebody say, "Look, Isaac, we really love your podcast, and we were we were praying for you." Same thing with brothers just searching. You know, I have people come up to me and my co-hosts and tell us, we love your podcast. It's edifying. It encourages us. It taught us something that we didn't know. And it's just a blessing. You know, it's a blessing to do this. And just to have fun with it and to interact with my audience, it's just a blast. And I I want to thank you all for all them kind words that you've given us here at Brothers Just Searching and at The Cage of Conservative. Uh, It's all done in one place. And uh, I believe God has called both these podcasts to do great and marvelous works. And I've done, look, a lot of people don't realize with podcasting, you start doing it and you start getting with groups and you start talking, you realize that there is people that you meet you know, through this particular podcast, I have met, um, Scott Ford from the Scott Ford show, Lauren Collins from, I just got to say something podcast, Curtis Harper. And this, this all these people, you know, I met two new ones this week, two, two individuals that host podcasts. And it's it just, it's just fun to do. It's fun to be, you know, like-minded folk at the beginning, but you know, the, just to go ahead and interact with them as well. I just want to thank them for their support, their prayers and everything. And look, if, you were listening to this podcast and you made it all the way through this far Thank you and go ahead and hit that subscribe button or follow button and go, you get all the new episodes go check out on my website the Cajun conservative show You can also find me on Facebook at the Cajun conservative and go like the pages go like the, uh, go like you know the stories I share. It helps out more than you know when, when we do this it gets the numbers up. when we get more numbers up people get uh, suggested to us or they get we get suggested to other people like-minded so if you can go ahead and do that i would appreciate it and uh does god bless you god keep you may his face to shine upon you as always and uh just thank you for all the kind words everyone that has reached out to me so far all right so i got i got two stories i'm gonna try to cram in here and if i can you know if not i'll save one for next week and uh, I'm in the works right now. You know, keep me in prayer because I am debating on doing something to where we can try to add another show a week. Got to look at my schedule and um, do all that. But, we, you know, I'm going to make that announcement as soon as I can get everything situated. But um, so this week, uh, June 1st of 2021, from Fox News, former BLM leader sounds off on Group's Ugly Truths. Now, um, a little background on black lives matter black lives matter really emerged after the george floyd uh, incident back in minneapolis and it was just you know cities were being rioted and they were calling themselves black lives matter there was a whole organization made up for it which they come on they found out that uh, the elders were buying you know from the backs of people that donated to black lives matter was buying houses one um, leader of black lives matter bought a house of worth 1.4 million dollars and all the properties together that that one individual bought I think like four houses it equaled out to 3.7 million give or take Man, that's a lot that's a you know for look i wish i honestly do i wish i had three houses i honestly wish i could go ahead and buy a house for 1.4 million i honestly wish now but This is a a little different, though. I would go ahead and I would work for it. That's right, folks. Uh, You know, just imagine the business that I work for right now. And, you know, if this business gets so big that I become a partner in it and I make all kind of money, I'll go buy me a nice house. I would. But I promise you, I would work for it. I was, you know, I could honestly say I worked for it. These people didn't work for nothing. All they did was say, hey, we're going to, you know, they had this shooting that happened. Um, we're going to make this phrase, Black Lives Matter, which the phrase itself is not wrong. Black Lives Matter. They do. But, you know, white lives matter, Asian lives matter, and it, all that. All these people, you know, let's say like that is all lives matter. Now, I got a funny story about these, the, the you know, Black Lives Matter, all lives matter, and all that stuff. I have a bracelet on my hand, and it's from some good friends of mine at ENKL Ministries. And they put the phrase together, Lost Souls Matter. And they made some bracelets, and I'm wearing it right now. And, you know, we were stuck in a ditch the other day with our dump trucks, and... We had a tow truck service come, and the little guy looked at it and said, "What, what, what, what bracelet are you wearing?" I told him, and I started explaining to him what it was, and he was like, "Well, you know, I, I don't think all no lives matter." He was he was just getting upset, and that's a bad attitude to have too. No lives matter. Well, that's a wrong way to think about things, but it is true, you know. Also, all, all people matter, and I like how they say lost souls matter. Hey, I, I, you know, God don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic. He don't care. He'll take you into heaven as long as you accept him. But anyway, but Black Lives Matter, they use the phrase Black Lives Matter, which, like I just said, the phrase ain't wrong, but the organization is a Marxist organization. They believe in a lot of things of Karl Marx. They, be, they said a while back that Black Lives Matter said they don't know why we went into Germany. Because, you know, we went to fight the Germans for being Nazis, but we have police officers that are Nazis. Really? You're calling a police officer a Nazi? Somebody that protects and serves our, our country. And look, the Kaiser the, the Conservative believes in back in the blue. We had a law officer over here a while back, Brother James Thibodeau, Officer James Thibodeau. You can go ahead and find that, that episode uh, for two weeks ago. And, you know, Officer James came in here and he, he explained all kind of stuff to us about about all this situation of authority and everything. But this man, you know, was a leader of the Black Lives Matter. The founder of Black Lives Matter, BLM, in St. Paul, Minnesota recently released a video in which he called out the group's ugly truth by which he meant their positions on family and education. He is quoted by saying, In 2015, I was the founder of Black Lives Matter in in, in St. Paul, said Rashawn Turner, that's the one that made the video, who now leads a pro-school choice group, Minnesota Parents United. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies, black lives do matter. However, a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families. He added, Turner's video published to YouTube last week highlighted how the group website stated that they wanted to disrupt the nuclear family structure. Now, if you listen to the if you listen to all the podcasts right now, you would notice that we talked about gay pride early, and I mentioned the nuclear family, and this is stated on their website. They didn't want to disrupt the nuclear family. Why? That's where that's where it comes with the gay pride issue as well. They don't, you know, to get their agenda across. We got to show kids, hey, it's wrong to have a mommy and a daddy. You got to have two mommies and two daddies, as Blues Clues apparently says. But that—that's what—that's their main goal is to disrupt the nuclear families, and they care even less. Turner added about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. They were—they was made, that was made clear when they publicly announced charter schools along the alongside the TISA union. I was on a inside. I was a insider in Black Lives Matters. I learned the ugly truth. He quoted. Folks, this was somebody from the inside. And look, I commend Mr. Turner. Because Mr. Turner stood there and he realized that this organization, the organization Black Lives Matter, do not care about black folks, white folks, or anything. They're promoting racism. They're promoting Black Lives Matter is nothing more than racial stereotyping people. If you're black, you're welcome in this group. If you're not, well, too bad. Now, if you agree with our agenda, you can tilt our march. You can go on that. And look, people, white people even, went ahead and donated to Black Lives Matter. Now, listen, I'm not against the organization because they're labeled Black Lives Matter because I just made it clear that all lives matter. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Hispanic lives matter. It don't matter the color of your skin. You are welcome in God's family. As a Christian, that's what I believe. And look, hey, look, I don't care what color skin you are. Me and Scott Ford talked about that last week on our show. That we didn't care what color skin we were or who it is. Look, I would have, hey, I would have, you know, guests that are black on this program. I'll have guests that are Hispanic on this program. I don't care your ethnicity. I, I love you who you are. Now I gotta agree with you. Don't get me wrong. Doing a podcast like this or even having a debate, I'll debate anybody. But the problem with this is. That Black Lives Matter don't really care about black lives. They care about getting the checks. As I said with the houses, Look, the, the founders, got, they're living in nice homes. But people donated and thinking in, the, in this cause of Black Lives Matter that it was going to good causes. No, it's going to people's living style, basically. Like I said, a hundred, a, a $1.4 million. You know what any good nonprofit organization could have done with $1.4 million? Uh, You know, from the top of my head, St. Jude's Hospital. Now, St. Jude's ain't a supporter of this podcast, but, uh, you know, I I agree with St. Jude's does. St. Jude's has a hospital where they are helping millions upon millions of kids every year. Or, you know, with cancer research and everything. You know what that organization could have done with 1.4 million? But these, these people that run this organization, Black Lives Matter, spend it on a house. So they can live nice and comfortable. And look, folks, hey, it wasn't in a black community this house was. No, it was in a stereo white community. You know, with fences, which they apparently are against as well because they didn't want to board a wall. Look, folks, this, this organization, I'm not against this organization because they say they're for Black Lives Matter. I'm against this organization for what they stand for. And that's Marxist, communistic thought process. And that, folks, is just... It it goes ahead and just tramples everything. I don't. I just don't agree with they stand for, and it's not because, like I said, because they're black or whatever. It's just I, I disagree with they stand for. And look, if if somebody from the inside comes up and says, "Hey, I don't. I disagree with it." Now, of course, ma- mainstream media didn't promote this video. Conservative outlets did, and they they're not, not going to talk about it because, according to CNN and all these people, these are good organization this is a good organization and nobody should go ahead and go against it no matter what they're doing the same thing with biden right now you can't you can't disagree with biden if you disagree with biden no, you're you're a racist because you're against what he's saying and that, that's basically what it is that's what it comes down to is racism racism all right moving on so we had another cyber attack early in the week and this this time it was on one of america's biggest um, meat markets ransomware attack escalates white house warns all u.s businesses not no company is safe because apparently and i'm trying to look for the name of the the, the food company jbs food distri- uh, distrib- uh, distribution hack so apparently they had you know they, for early in, the, in may they had a colonial pipeline hack that impacted the entire east coast sending fuel prices soaring and uh, prompting shortages and long lines at gas stations. Authorities say Russian hackers are also behind this one, which they're saying that this meat market incident is part of that. Now, folks, i got a question to ask you. You know, people say that Trump colluded with Russia and that Russia has them on. But do you know that Russia didn't try none of these hacks? If this was Russia, we don't know. But that's where all evidence is believing, believing too that is Russia. That Russia went ahead and hacked this meat market, and also hacked the Colonial Pipeline. Now, which I found out some things, you know that Biden went ahead and shut down the Keystone Pipeline. But there's a pipeline in Russia that is apparently owned by the United States. They open up because it help Russia. Well, who's colluding with Russia? I'm not saying that Trump. I mean, not saying that Biden called Putin and said, Hey, man, I'm going to open that and help you out. Now they're meeting sometime I think this week or next week. But you notice how Russia is attacking the United States by hacking our main gas sources and our main meat the market. Uh, market, they're saying that meat's going to shoot up the skyrocket prices. That there's going to be a shortage of pork and beef. And and you know, uh, you know, hey, you won't better say, hey, where's the bacon? Because you're going to know it's, it's not in the stores. All these hacks are happening all of a sudden. When Joe Biden gets into office. Now, am I, if I'm acting like a conspiracy theorist, well, maybe so. But it's kind of funny that we didn't have no new wars under President Donald Trump. Israel wasn't an attacking. They were living pretty peacefully. You know, they were fighting over their government, but that was it. Nobody was hacked. Nobody, you know, Trump kept a lot of these people in line. They put tariffs on Russia, and, you know, he'd he done things that made Russia, you know, think twice before doing something. Joe Biden gets in there. Look, we already, we, we had a gas shortage. We having a meat shortage. You know, we, <laughs> the only thing we had a shortage of with Donald Trump was toilet paper. And that was because of COVID-19. It wasn't because of somebody hacking the toilet paper factory. Folks, there's, there's a lot of things in this administration that just don't fit right. And 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 what I'm hearing, I'm like, man, what is all this now I've heard people say, well, this was well, this probably was the US government doing it. I don't know. All I know is it's sad when you tell people, hey, there ain't no gas, and people putting gas in uh, grocery bags. Folks, this country has just went through a major pandemic. And I know it's all over the world, but we have people that didn't work and it's still there's still people not working. Able body able-bodied people to work. And they're staying home because the government's giving them a check. I, I, I commend Texas and other states like Florida to go ahead and say, you know, we're going to cut off them checks. Y'all going to have to go back to work. And, and then the left is like, oh, I can't believe you. you're making these people go to work. Yes, because that's how this country is built. But, folks, look, it's sad that the country, they, they, they're trying to raise and the, the gas prices are going up. They're trying to raise the gas prices. They're trying to raise, this is going to raise the meat market up. You know, they might be trying to push for minimum wage. That might be a, a thing for minimum wage. We don't know. But they're blaming Russia on this. It's just a point that I wanted to bring out to people. Russia did not try none of this until, Don, uh, until Donald Trump was out of office. Why? Maybe because Joe Biden is a pushover. He always saying, I'm going to tell Russia not to do this. I'm going to put my foot down. I'm going to tell Putin next week. Y'all better better stop hacking us. It's got to remind you of another president that told Putin, hey, don't cross that red line. And Putin said, okay, and he jumped over five times. Do they see these men as weak? We had a strong leader, folks. Unfortunately, he's not longer in office. But as my good friend Scott Ford said, I would take a mean tweet and seventy nine a gallon gas right now. Just saying. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Cajun Conservative show. Again, if you have not yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go follow me on uh, Facebook. And until next week, Jesus Christ is still on the throne. He's never going to be the throne. He's coming back someday. Are you ready to meet him? Until next week, folks, this is your neighborhood-friendly Cajun Conservative saying so long. Until next week. Bye-bye.